Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be back with you guys for another episode. Today our guest is my good friend Savannah Stout. Uh, She's so awesome and she speaks so much truth. Savannah is a senior at OU pursuing a degree in speech pathology and we met at camp this summer and just getting to know her and her heart for others and pursuing the Lord has been such a joy and I can't wait for you guys to get to hear her story today. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hey, Savannah, welcome to the pod. I'm so excited to have you on today. Hi, Kira. This is such an opportunity. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So before we get into what I want to talk with you about today, I have to ask you, what is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself in the past year? And what's the biggest thing you've learned about God? Well, I feel like the past year, there's just been a lot that I've learned. There's just been so much growth. And so it's kind of hard to summarize into a few words. But I think that my weaknesses and strengths became really apparent to me the more I learned about God and how he like created me and also just like how broken I am and how dependent I am on him. Mm. Um, And what I learned about God, I feel like I never really understood like his heart. And I always like heard like God is good, but I never really just like went into scripture about how he is good Mm. and um, really analyzed scripture. So I think the biggest thing was just like, learning more about his heart posture and like acknowledging all the different parts of his character and like the more I knew about God the more I could love him and so that was just been like a really big change this past year Mm, that's really good so for those of you who don't know Savannah we met at staff training for Canacook which is a camp that we both worked at this summer and one of those days we got to go off campus and have dinner at Dogwood Canyon it was like a mile walk in the park and we ended up talking about our faith and some of the stuff that we've walked through and it was really awesome to hear her story and just see the similarities in my own story um, and celebrate like how far we've come in our relationship with the Lord together and just get to talk about how we really have found so much freedom in walking with Christ instead of trying to walk in the ways of the world and hearing someone's story and how God has redeemed them is always really encouraging to me. And so I wanted to take some time today to talk uh, about your heart for the Lord and how he has redeemed you. So when I think of you, Savannah, I think of your fun personality, of course, but most importantly, I think of your genuine love for the Lord and your desire to follow him. Um, So would you say that that is something that has always been a central part of your life? Or is that something that you've kind of learned as you've gone through life? It's definitely been something I've had to learn. Um, I grew up in a Christian household and I knew right from wrong, but I've also have like a really competitive personality. And so I always wanted to learn things on my own and didn't want to listen to anybody. And so that usually meant like learning things the hard way. Mm. Um, and I just honestly didn't really understand what uh, like following Christ, like pursuing Christ looked like until my sophomore year of college. Um, so it took a bit, but definitely like still growing in that area too. Yes. It's like always continually growing. Yeah, of course. Um, so when I first heard you share your testimony, I could really tell that you have found so much freedom from the 
like in the Lord from the things of the world. Um, and it's really hard to not fall into the temptations of the world because we live in the world and we're surrounded by people every day who maybe don't hold our same view of eternity and the importance of heaven and living as foreigners on earth while we weigh our true citizenship like in heaven and in the Lord. So that can be really hard and difficult. And I know that that is a little bit part of your story. So when did you first start to be drawn to the things of the world and what did that look like in your life? Um, I think, well, like you said, like we live in a broken world and it's so easy to be drawn to the things of this world because it's constantly our spirit and our flesh like at battle. But I think when I was easily influenced to the things of the world, it started my junior year of high school um, and led till like my sophomore year of college. And I think in high school, I was honestly just going through an identity crisis. I didn't know who I was. And I was looking for approval from others, whether that was like my friends, family, or like coaches, um, and just trying to be the person they wanted me to be. Mm. And I honestly didn't know how to do that. So there was just like a bunch of ups and downs um, in that area. And going into college, um, making friends was the normal way to do that was like the party scene. And so I just followed what everybody else did. Mm. and it's so easy to do that because I didn't know another way and just trying to like please those different groups and so that kind of that kind of took its route then yeah I um have a very similar experience with that like you go away and you're away from home for the first time it's like oh my gosh I need friends and then it just kind of breaks down from there um what was it that led to your breaking point and caused you to realize that you really needed Jesus in your everyday life and that he was the only thing that could ever satisfy your desires. Mm. Um, so I said that it started in my junior year of high school and led till my sophomore year of college. And at the beginning of my sophomore year, I had been living a life just full of sin and didn't have any hope. And so I honestly hit rock bottom. Um, and I tried everything to like fulfill myself and like give myself some type of like happiness but I just felt empty and I kept on asking myself like I'm doing everything that everybody else is doing in college like what am I missing like why am I not happy Mm -hmm. um and freshman year obviously I just like stopped going to church I didn't really involve myself in any type of community either and one random night I actually decided to go to this church ministry in um in Norman for college students and I went with a friend and that night it just kind of like opened my eyes a little bit gave me like a small amount of fulfillment that I had been missing uh so I decided to go back the next week and I saw a girl at like the top of the stage for prayer team and before I knew I was like walking up there and I just spilled out everything to her um wanting to like live a different life I just didn't really know how and so Um, Ever since that prayer with her, she has walked with me um, in my Christian walk and Mm. helped get out of the way I was living and, like, learn more about the word to walk a Christian walk. Um, And the more I read and learned, the more freedom I felt. And that just made me so hungry to just, like, learn more. And it was like a weight lifted off of me, all these burdens and um, sinful things that I felt ashamed of in my past was like lifted off and it gave me like an unexplainable joy and peace in the midst of like any season of my life, whether it was good or hard. Like I um, was content because of the Lord. And 
within that, like my desires were changed and like Jesus met me at my lowest point of shamefulness and he raised me to a place of honor that was just honestly so undeserving for me um, and all of us, but it definitely opened my eyes to his divine nature. Mm, That is awesome. Um, Can you elaborate a little bit more on just like what that looked like going from living in a place of like real darkness to true light? Yeah, I, it definitely, it's not something that just like happens overnight, Mm. Um, but it took time and that is so normal. And so I think that at the beginning I was almost clueless of what the next step was to do to get out of that life. And so um, I, like the friend that I was talking about, we would just start getting into scripture and just like reading the gospel and then like that released me from my shame, but also like learning what it was to live in a Christian life and to live in a Christian life. It's supposed to look like we're supposed to look different and be different from others. And like, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, I always wanted to be liked by others, but now it's more of, I'm living a different life and people may not like the life, like may not like the life I'm living, Mm -hmm. but they're like almost so much freedom in that, that it didn't really matter. Um, to stand out and just lead an example. Something that I also wanted to talk about, just elaborating on that thought, is darkness and light, because I've been studying that in my Bible study, and I think it really applies to both of our stories and so many other people, but just the concept of bringing things to light and how there's hope and freedom found in the light that is Jesus. And the world that we live in is very dark, and the Bible says that Jesus is the light of the world and that he came so that there would be light and that light can't be overcome by the darkness of the world. And I just think that's so powerful. One thing my Bible study said is that I really liked is it listed out some of the things that light does. And so it said light dispels darkness, revealing what is hidden. It illuminates what is beautiful. It gives warmth, causes growth and sustains life. Um, So yes, revealing what is hidden in the darkness can be scary, but in doing so and in choosing to walk in the light, it also illuminates what is beautiful. It gives warmth, it causes growth, and it sustains life. So how did you find the courage to light up your darkness, so to speak? And how have you experienced the light of the Lord and all the beauty that comes from that? Um, so darkness can be really scary, especially when you're hiding all of these things in you. Um, that you may feel like the world or others or even like a Christian community will judge you for. But when you have the urge to, like, honestly, the Holy Spirit has the urge to, like, reveal those things and, like, confess, because it it tells us to confess and repent and um, not only just to, like, God, but to others, Mm -hmm. because it almost, like, lifts, it does lift off those burdens um, and that shamefulness that, the devil gives us because shame is from the devil. And when those things are lifted, you remember that you are chosen by God and that you get to live in freedom because of Jesus' blood and um, choosing to walk in the light, just like you said, um, illuminates what is beautiful. And so that reminder just gives us hope to continue to try to live um, in the word and of the word 
um, and it gives us a purpose in life. And during hard times, good times, he is always our comfort and our strength in those darkness things. And he just truly lights up the lies um, of the darkness. Mm -hmm. And it has allowed me to continually be content in every situation, knowing that um, I have a God who loves innocently and um, has given his son for me. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's something that can be easy to be like, oh, well, I confessed my sin to Jesus and it's fine. And that is good. That is what we need to do. But finding community that you trust and that you can confess to out loud, that there's like power in speaking it out loud and speaking the truth over um, the darkness and over your sin and like taking steps to actually live in the freedom of that is so powerful because that's when we really do get to experience the light of the Lord. And so I would just encourage anyone, like, if you are living in darkness and hiding your sin, like, find someone who you really trust and who you know is going to lead you in love and lead you in the Lord because there's a lot of power in sharing uh, what you're going through with someone and there's just a lot of growth and healing that comes from that. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that, but something that we briefly talked about before and you kind of just talked on, um, but I want to take a little bit more time on because I think it's really important is just dealing with, uh, shame that has come from our past decisions. Um, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I'm sure we've all sinned in ways that we regret and wish maybe we wouldn't have, but the Bible tells us in Romans 8, 1, that there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, there is forgiveness and freedom that comes with that. And so we get to walk in joy and not in shame. So can you talk to me about how you've seen that play out in your life and how you've experienced forgiveness? Yeah, for a long time, um, like I said earlier, I dealt with a lot of shame from my past and um, was really hard on myself. And, and I almost couldn't forgive myself and completely ignored what scripture was telling me. Um, and forgetting like why G like the purpose of Jesus dying on the cross and almost had doubt in my mind and like unbelief that a perfect, loving, powerful God would still love me after turning against him so many times. But the more I read and learned this past year, I realized that my sin actually draws Jesus closer to us because um, he was fully man and he is fully God. And so he knows and understands um, the temptations and the emotions of the world and the pain of the world. Mm. And he just like wants us to reach out to him. Um, and I've learned to not be ashamed, but um, to mourn. It's good to mourn over our sin so that we can like turn 180 degrees and live a different life um, and ask for forgiveness. But Jesus is our advocate and he wants to forgive us. And um, God gives us those new mercies every day, which is just so freeing. Yeah, that's so good. Um, continuing kind of on that same train of thought, something that I I have experienced is a lot of mixed emotions when I look back on my past. Because when I think about some of the sin that I walked in from my party days and when I first got to college and whatnot, I can also feel like a lot of sadness for my sin and really feel the weight of that. And I think that's good and that's, partly what causes me not to go back to it. Um, but there's also a lot of rejoicing when looking back in what the Lord has redeemed me from and how he's, like you said, taken my life 180 degrees and completely 
um, like set me, set my heart on fire for Jesus. So how have you seen the Lord redeem your past? Yeah, that's a good question. I, a lot of people will say like to forgive and forget. And I just completely disagree with that because if we're forgetting where we came from, it's defeating the purpose of how we've learned. Mm -hmm. And when I think of my past um, experiences and living a life without Christ, I wouldn't, that is a part of my testimony and I wouldn't be where I am now without that. So I think it's important to remember it, but not to dwell on it. Um, and it says that we are reborn in Christ in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. And the old mm-hmm. is gone and the new is here. So every day that we get to walk in like a new clean slate. Um, so I've always been told that like, if I, like, why am I not forgiving myself after Jesus already forgave me? It's defeating yeah. the purpose of the gospel. Um, so if he doesn't think twice about my sin, there's no reason for me to waste time on it either. Yeah. That's so good. I think it's hard to remember that, but it's important. Like that's something that we can speak over ourselves and remind ourselves every day, especially if forgiving yourself is something that you struggle with. That's a lot of times what I, like I know that the Lord has forgiven me, but then I struggle to forgive myself. Um, But reading those scriptures over ourselves, like if you say that out loud, there's a lot of power in that. And kind of like what we were talking about earlier, that illuminates the lies in the darkness there and brings the light of the word and of Christ to it. And so I think that's a really powerful exercise, if you will. Um, so one last thing that I want to talk about, and I really can't stress this enough, is the importance of biblical friendships and how they encourage us and how we pursue the Lord. Um, and the other day we were talking, um, just catching up about like messing up and falling back into an old sin that we've struggled with in the past. And you shared with me what some of your friends said to encourage you in that moment. And I thought it was so good. So if you wouldn't mind sharing that with us. Yeah, I, I think that scripture tells us that we are built for relationships and um, how important it is to have community and in that time, um, I like I said, I'm really hard on myself. So falling back into old sin, I just get really frustrated with why I do that. And mm-hmm. having that community to go and confess to uh, was so encouraging because they're there to listen, but also build you up um, with scripture and lead you back on the right path. And I had prayed for a really long time, my uh, junior, beginning of my junior year for community and it was like a really lonely season but like once i got that prayer answered with community it was definitely a life changer Mm. um with having like accountability groups and having people be there with you through your walk with christ um, because we're not meant to do this alone and in proverbs 27 17 it says that iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another and i've seen that really apparent in my life which is the friendships that i've had this past year um so i just encourage y'all to also get into a community group and just have people that are walking with you um because this life well because you follow jesus doesn't mean your life is going to be easy like it's challenging and you Mm. need people um with you to encourage you yeah that's really good really good advice um the last question i have for you is what is the best piece of advice that you have for someone who's struggling with the temptations of the world and how you would suggest that they could find freedom uh in the lord I think the only way that you can find freedom um, 
and the Lord is to dig into scripture. Um, he has gifted us a Bible of tons of things that we can just use throughout our lives. And um, I listened to a sermon the other day that told us that we don't read um, to have our, you know, read to figure out how to solve the problems that we are in right now. We read um, to learn more so that when we do go into um, different areas of our life, the Holy Spirit will actually pull out what we have read in the past and then we can apply it to our lives. Mm, so good. when you're not feeling like reading um, the Bible or you're not feeling like making the right decision or walking in obedience, just know that um, our command is to obey and that our emotions will follow after that. And um, they like Jesus promises that we'll be filled with an overmount, like overflowing amount of peace and joy mm. um, that he really gives us. And once we surrender those things to him and accept his gift, um, we'll live in a different life. And it says in first Corinthians 10, 13, that, um, we are, when we are tempted, we will, he will also provide us a way out so that we can endure it. Mm. And I always remember that verse because it's just like really, um, sorry, I lost it again. <laughs> I was, I was going good. <laughs> I'll just reverse that, um, last part. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, yeah, it says in First Corinthians ten thirteen that we, when we are tempted, He will also provide us a way out so that we can endure it. Um, and that is just encouraging, knowing that God is like on our side and He wants us um, to do good and um, to pass those tests. So, knowing to like seek His ways always, and He will make our path straight, um, has really helped me um, with the temptations of the world and finding freedom in the Lord. Yeah, that's so good. There's so much scripture on that. And a verse that I think of, I don't remember the reference, but it says like, seek the Lord and he'll change the desires of your heart or he'll give you the desires of your heart, which really means that like, if we're seeking the Lord and his will for our lives, like he's going, like you said, he's going to change the desires of your heart. And um, I think that there's a lot of power in just going to scripture and then asking the Lord. Um to meet you where you're at and to carry you through and to give you community as well. I think all those things are really important and really key to walking with the Lord in general, but especially um, when you're struggling with a specific sin, bringing people in and really leaning on the Lord and his word is very, very powerful. Um, So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and just sharing a little bit of your story and some of your wisdom on how to walk in freedom uh, from the world. Uh, It's just so sweet to get to hear you share your wisdom. So thank you. Of course, you're awesome. A bunch of wise words from Kira. (laughs) Love you. I love you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you did, please share with a friend and head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a review. Hope you have a great week.